0: home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen,
1: coming to you live from Hollywood,
0: it's to G Radio, with your host, Garrett Miller!
1: Oh, I love it when everybody applauds for me, it makes me feel so pretty... Anyway, welcome back to Ready G Radio. I'm your host, Garrett Miller. Tonight, we've got America's Top 50 Psychic, Rebecca Fisk. She is going to join the show with me in just a couple of moments. And you know the drill, folks. Rebecca and I have not chatted since our last show. So we're going to gab and giggle and do fun stuff for the first half hour or so of the show. And we're going to get to your call. So if you'd like to call in and talk to a real, genuine, bona fide, legitimate psychic, Tonight is your lucky night. Do you even know how lucky you are? This is amazing. I'm so glad you're here with us. The hotline is 323 657 1493. And just make sure you press the appropriate button. It's like one or two. And it tells you when you call if you'd like to ask the host a question. And then that will flag me to let me know that when it's time to start taking your calls, you want to ask a question. In the meantime, if you would like to find out more about Rebecca, um, while we gab, you can go to her website, iamrebecca.com. And I've made it really easy if you're listening live on our Saturday date night to find her website, beautifully redesigned, by the way, recently. And um, all you got to do is click the hyperlinks on the show page, and it's going to take you right to Rebecca's website. That's how easy it is. You can look at testimonials, packages, pricing, what she does, what she doesn't do, all the fun stuff, and book your own private reading. Because tonight you get one. Freebie, because that's how it works. We're not—we're here to let you have a bite of a cookie, but not the whole box of them. That would be gluttonous. That's what you do for your own private appointment with Rebecca, and it is amazing. Let me tell you. So, um with that, let me bring on the most beautiful lady that I get to share the airwaves with on this Saturday night. Rebecca, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, Garrett. How are you doing? Yay.
1: Well, I'm a little jealous. A couple of things, Rebecca. Um, I don't even know where to start, if it's going to be with the fact that you're watching the World Series or making a homemade pizza for your son. I mean, uh, the list (laughs) is endless. Anyway, so what are you doing?
2: Well, I just turned the game off, but we just got one out and we've got two men on and uh, Tampa Bay has uh, taken the lead five to four. So um, at least I think that's what the score was, which sounds really horrible. <laughs> but actually I have to explain that. So um, I've already kind of done my meditation to get ready to do work. So when I go into that zone, I kind of turn off whatever I was thinking about before I get into this zone. So um, anyway, and, and Garrett, you know, you've seen me work, you've seen, you've heard me work and mm-hmm. you know that I kind of go someplace else when I'm, when I'm doing the work. So anyway, well,
1: it, I I think that's one of the reasons why I love doing the show with you is because, I I mean, I've seen you do it live. I've done our show together when we first started out a million years ago. Um, And, you know, so I I, I, before you even said that, I said I know exactly what she's going to say, because I'm almost psychic. I'm like psychic light because I just make up the answers. Rebecca actually knows (laughs) when she shares her reading (laughs) with you. Um, but it is true. You know, it's, it's one of those things. We just, we're just going to sit here and get through. And, um, when you start something though, you know, you don't just start off at a hundred miles an hour, you've got to have to ramp up to it. So, you know, when you ask the question of Rebecca later on in the show, and it takes her just a hot second, we haven't hung up on you. I promise you that we wait much longer to hang up on you, but it won't be when you first ask your question. So my other question, Rebecca is, um, during the month of October, do you because I have, I have several questions for you tonight, but I'm going to start with an easy okay. one and I'll work out. Do you have a favorite Halloween candy?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Um, wow. Hmm. Okay, well, <laughs> I would have to say um, I like Twix bars and I like Almond Joy. I think we've
1: talked about so, this before. But yes.
2: Yeah, I think I think we have talked about this before, and I don't eat that stuff very often anymore because really at my age I've become a, a chocolate snob, so I'd really rather hold out and have like some Cadbury chocolate or, um, you know, Dove is okay, but there are other kinds of chocolate that I would rather have than, you know, the the stuff you just get at the store. I'd rather have good stuff. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, what can I so, say? You know, I'd rather I, so in all honesty, I'd rather just go over to These and buy a, a piece or two of the chocolate that I really love rather than going and getting candy bars at the store. That's that's kind of my thing. So Isn't
1: that funny? I kind of I mean, I, I'm I'm not a sweets person per se. I'm much more of a give me a good salsa and some chips. Um oh, yes. but if I'm going to and hummus. eat
2: hummus.
1: <laughs> and how much? <laughs> Buckets.
2: And hummus. Hummus. Oh and oh yeah, and hummus. hummus.
1: Oh, I think how much? Oh yes. and hummus. Oh my gosh. Give me I mean, I need buckets of hummus. Starting the five gallons, please. <laughs> Roasted red yes. pepper is my favorite. But um mm-hmm. you know, since you're not eating a ton of of um, you know, Hershey chocolate or Reese's peanut butter cups, we're shamelessly trying to get a, a show sponsor for something like that. You know, something in the low nine figures I would be very happy with, Rebecca. That, um, that would work. I, Yeah, they totally work. Anybody out there who works for one of the big, you know, food manufacturing companies, we will shamelessly plug you and we will, we'll even do, we could even zoom it. Well, I would zoom it. Rebecca has dignity and is a classy lady, but I would rub barbecue sauce all over me if it meant you're going to write me a check. So throwing it out there, advertisers, I'm yours. Um, but I was going to ask you, in the spirit of rubbing barbecue sauce all over yourself, what's dating like, been for you and our listeners in this most impossible, fantastic 2020 that we were looking at almost 12 months ago?
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to believe that we've been in this, oh, I don't know. It almost feels like a surreal reality.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, since March, it's, it's um, you know, at first we thought it was going to just be a little while, and it's kind of dragging on. But at the same time, um, it gives a lot of time for introspection and reflection, and, and it gives us an opportunity to get really clear on who we are and where we are. Um, we've kind of been pushed to our limits several times um, in this quarantine time. And um, anyway, it's, it gives us an opportunity to get really clear about what we want, which I think is a benefit to people who are dating Because we don't really want to waste our time. At least this is my perspective. Um, You know, there's definitely much more of a sense of what's important in our lives. And certainly relationships are very, very important. So, you know, for me personally, it's given me an opportunity to get really clear about what it is that I want and what I'm looking for and what partnership means to me. Um, But it's also interesting in that... Dating in COVID, I, I use the term dating very loosely because um, the reality is, for me, most of it's phone calls. It's it's talking because um, you kind of want to vet everybody before you go out and meet them in person. Just because um, it's not like you just go meet somebody and have a drink these days. <laughs> so um, you know, I mean, we get to try our mask wardrobe on. <laughs> when we go and meet outside socially distancing Um, but it's a much slower process which actually gives you an opportunity to get to know someone Uh, and I I don't think that's a bad thing I think it's actually a good thing at least it's worked for me Um,
1: so so when you you have this opportunity to you know ad nauseum where okay so you know, back in the day before like everybody had a smartphone and you actually had to pick up a phone and you know use a rotary dial and people think that that's just made <laughs> up. Um, you actually had to call him, like, talk to a boy or talk to a girl or talk to whoever, your Aunt Martha, and and have conversations that way versus Zooming and, you know, getting on a plane and flying an hour and you're 700 miles away. Um, do you think this brings us back to maybe a kinder, gentler time in terms of trying to actually know people versus just, okay, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am?
2: Well, I do. Um, I have to say that. Well, and I can only speak from my own my own experience. Um, it's, it's one thing that's surprising to me is is that heading into this, there there is an extraordinary number of people um, who who really just get on the dating sites because they want to have hookups. And you know, I don't I don't judge that, but it was very surprising to me that you know, the the premise of these, you know, when we see the advertisements for Match, we don't see the advertisements about how many people you can hook up with in a week. We see the advertisements for the people who got together and got married. So it's very interesting to me to know that the reality is that through these websites, a lot of people really are interested in hooking up. And I know that a lot of people do that in search of themselves. They think, you know, you know, getting to hang out with somebody for a little bit without actually getting to know them and without getting into a deeper level um, is going to somehow give them fulfillment. And in my own experience, um, you know, I haven't done that, but what I have found is, um, you know, you kind of separate those people out really quickly when you have more time to talk and you there isn't as much availability to go and just get a drink, like I said. So, it's very interesting. It's just been a very interesting process. Um, I think it's been great for getting to know people and and determine pretty quickly who's working, as far as somebody that you might be compatible with versus people that you know you're not compatible with. It's it, again, I feel like this process is taking a lot less time. Um, so let
1: me ask let me ask you this though. I mean, it's so. Do you think that I mean? Because I'm going to be just really b- blunt. I don't, as far as like people that I would choose to date, um, I don't like them real bright. And I mean that, (laughs) I don't mean, I don't like, it's not that I like dumb people. I just don't want, I just don't want to have to have like an Oxford dictionary, you know, NASA scientist, Harvard professor type of conversation after I'm done with work because that thought just makes me want to just like put, you know, bury my head in a a bucket of dirt. Um, But do you think getting to know somebody over the phone and texts and, you know, stuff like that, and that you maybe fall in love, have a crush, whatever, you know, term de jour that you like, and then you get to a point where you actually meet them and go like, wow, you were a lot cuter on the phone.
2: <laughs> well, okay, so I think... And again, this is all my opinion and my experience, and this has nothing to do with being psychic, okay? So I have to qualify all of that. Okay. Um, I know from me that there can be an initial attraction because somebody is articulate. I like that. I like somebody that is smarter than I am, or at least as smart as I am, and who has a quick wit, and whose mind works as quickly as mine works. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm at a point in my life where, I don't become that emotionally attached until I've had an opportunity to also meet them. Because there, there is something about meeting someone in person. You know, we can't allow our senses to be completely involved in getting to know someone unless we actually see them. You know, the, the sight, the smell, um, there's a vibe that you get from being in somebody's presence that you can't get on the phone, even though you can explore the connection to a great degree on the phone and find out, well, what do we have in common? And do we laugh easily? Are we comfortable with each other? Do we have um, shared interests that are lifestyle similarities? Because these are all things that are important if you're going to actually have a partnership with someone. So you have to bring the element of actual of physical attraction. I mean, there's... Um, there are three elements that have to exist. It's it's compatibility, communication, and chemistry. Those three ingredients have to be there to some greater or lesser degree. And then both individuals on either side of of that common area, um, you know, have to have their needs met at some level. And so, you know, you can't really establish whether or not there's chemistry completely unless you get to be in that person's Mm-hmm. Um, you know, company.
1: Well, and you also did a workshop, what was it, two or three years ago, something like that, where you taught the three C's. And I, I sat in on part of that, and it was just one of the most enjoyable um, conversations or lectures I had the opportunity to witness, uh, especially with all the people that, um, you know, were there to get all of these fantastic. Um, so so where do you go now? So, you, you know, you get to the point where, okay, I've talked to this person for, you know, a hot minute and a half now. And boy, I really just want to go have a cup of coffee or whatever, you know, Uh, you know, what happens, you know, post coffee, do you, are you, are you finding that, you know, um, okay, they don't, you know, they sounded good, but they look like they're kind of coffee. And I don't mean like coffee that you drink, but like, (coughs) (coughs) so, you know, you don't really want to hang around somebody who's (laughs) coffee because then you think they got the COVID, the COVID cough coffee. Uh, now in COVID, um, but, you know, do you, you know, ha- how is the process for you? Do you meet them and go like, oh, boy, you know, they're really cute. Um, and I can see, you know, going out with them, but they just look too coffee right now or this or that. I mean, th- do you have other things to just kind of throw monkey wrenches into, um, you know, what happens when you actually meet in person?
2: Well, so, you know, it's a very obviously a very personal kind of um, situation. And the thing about meeting somebody in person, no matter how well you've gotten to know them on the phone, there's going to be an, an initial reaction that that is not, um, you know, it's, it's not predictable. Even for me as, as a psychic, it's not predictable. And granted, I will say, I don't typically bring my psychic work into my personal relationships. And I have spent most of my life actually not checking in intuitively on people that I'm dating. And, and people are like, well, why not? I'm like, well, I don't know. I just, I just haven't done that. I, I may. Who knows? Maybe I will moving forward. But the thing is that, you know, when you meet somebody for the first time, You kind of go, oh, this person's cool, or you go, "Mm, not so sure, or, oh, yeah, this isn't working. And you know, Mm because the first time I met you, (laughs) it was like, this guy's really cool, and I'm really comfortable in his presence, and it was just easy to talk to you, and I know we're just great friends. But um, it is that way with everyone. And a big part of that is, are you comfortable in your own skin? And that's one of the things that I had to learn is that because I'm comfortable in my own skin, I can be comfortable with pretty much everyone. And then it just becomes a personal choice about whether or not I am attracted to this person and whether or not there is enough compatibility and whether or not the communication is good enough. So it kind of takes all of those ingredients. And the reality is, um, I'm taking my time. I'm talking to more than one person. Um, I had a, a great friend of mine that I, I joke around about him being my little brother because uh, he's six foot four and I'm five three. Um, so I, we have this little joke, this running joke, but he is like my little brother energetically. And he said, look, if you're going to go out on the dating app, just talk to people, treat them all as if you might make a new friend. You know, don't approach it as, oh, is this the one, is this the one, is this the one? And that's been a really beneficial tip for me because I have actually made some great friends who were people that I met on these dating apps and, um, and just really great people. Um, the other thing that I want to say <laughs> is something that's been very interesting to me is that I have met genuine people who are kind and who have been basically everything that they have said on their profile. Now these are the people that I've actually taken the time to go and meet in person. And I will tell you that that's been taking place for like over a year now. So some of these people I met before COVID, and, um, and a couple of them said to me, oh, wow, you look like your pictures. The very first time I met them, and it was like, well, why wouldn't I? Well, apparently, there are people who put filters on and doctor their pictures and do all that stuff. What? That would never occur. What? Yeah, I know. And, okay. and that would never occur to me. But it's also interesting to me that if you're having that experience, are you being completely authentic in what you're presenting? Because we always get an opportunity to have the mirror, to look at what are we doing because that's what we will get back as well. So we always have an opportunity to learn and grow from every exchange with somebody, whether we end up, you know, meeting somebody that we really like or we meet somebody who go, Oh, this, this isn't quite it for me. Um, And I've had, you know, I've had situations where it's like, okay, I do want to get to know this person. And then i have had the thing where, you know, okay, I met the guy three times and it's like, no, I, this is it. I'm done now. And thank you. It was Mm. really nice. And I'm glad I got to know you a little bit. This is not it for me. So, you know, it's important to, to come back to, is this, is this a good fit for me? Is this feeling good? Um, am I feeling completely whole? If I'm not feeling whole, what do I need to heal in myself? Because there is, you know, there's a saying that goes around that isn't, you know, don't look for the person that you want to be with. Be the person that you want to be with. Mm-hmm. And that really is about self-love and mm-hmm. feeling like a whole person where, you know, I don't have to have a relationship today. You know, would it be nice? Yeah, it would be nice. But why am I looking for a relationship? What part of my life feels like it's not complete? Does it feel like it's not complete? Because at the end of the day, you are going to wake up with yourself for the rest of your life. So come to a place where you love you and you love being in your own company and everything also kind of fall into place. Amen,
1: sister. (laughs)
2: So, okay. But it is well, interesting. It is interesting yeah. dating COVID, during COVID, and it's outside. You know, that's the thing is I'm very conservative. I have a sister who is uh, in her late 60s, and she has autoimmune diseases, so she's very high risk. And I do visit with her, so I am very careful, and um, I'm almost hyper vigilant about this. But you know, the thing is, I was a police and fire dispatcher. And the motto at the fire department is you never want to play catch up. So if you make a step forward and you get this thing, you can't back up from it.
0: Right. And
2: I'm not willing to put anybody at risk. So I'm very conservative. Um, I have gone to outdoor dining areas, wearing masks except when I'm eating. Um, but, you know, the places, oh, you can come and watch the movie in the theater now. I'm like, sorry, that will not be me. I will not be sending my kid to school. Um, you know, we all have to make our own decisions that feel right for us, um, but honor what your gut tells you, and I'm honoring what my gut's telling me, so.
1: And I'm looking at little Eric. Eric is one of my dogs, so for everybody who's like, why, why are yeah. you calling this person? Oh,
0: but, hi, Eric.
1: So Eric is hi, like my five-pound five little guy, and he and Bill, one of my other dogs, decided that they thought the delicious dinner that I prepared for them, homemade. Dog food. They get this every day. Um, they yeah. were like, well, you know, we're going to be finicky. While well, the girls, they wolf theirs down, and they had no problem with it. And so now Eric is walking around the studio here, and I'm going, is he going to pee, or does he need to just go outside or get a drink? So I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted right now because if he's going to pee, I need That's to get case. him out. Anyway,
2: yeah, well,
1: go ahead. So, no, no. I'm like, what are we doing, Eric? Do you want to go lay down? Okay, I think he's going to go back and lay down.
2: Come on. He's going to go lay down. Mm-hmm. Come on, get under. <laughs> Let's go. We got it. We're good. We're live.
1: We can't. Okay, there we go. I just shoot him under the desk. That's where they all like to hang yep. out. So yep. That's yep. where it's they're all at In the right little now. bed
2: under there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They all still hang mm. out under there, right?
1: Well, um, it's not just a bed, it's a princess in the pea bed, because it is a, a layer or two layers, depending upon how, where they're at, of foam, like you'd have at the base of a mattress, and then they have oh. uh, three dog beds that are piled on top of it, which are all like, you know, uh, plush, but anyway, so they do not feel the cold, harsh tile that we have here at the beach. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, um, we're going to start taking some questions in just a second. I wanted to let everybody know we're going to um, end the show just a hair early tonight. Not really early, early, but taking questions early by about five minutes because I'm part of a, a really cool thing that's happening here in Southern California called Music to Vote By. And my dear friend Kelly Fitzgerald, who has um, an award winning catalog of music, and she's absolutely brilliant, KellyFitzgerald.net. Um, her mm-hmm. boyfriend, husband, I'm not sure what he is, but John and then their friend, John. Michelle mm-hmm. Mangioni, who is a talented musician oh, a in her own kid. right, uh, singer, songwriter, guitar player, piano player, you name it player. She does it and she can sing a mean Kate Bush song running up that hill like nobody else's business. Uh, but they've put together this music to vote by YouTube channel and I'm going to make sure that it's on the show page tonight for you to go check out. They put this together, and I'm reading this. So, you know, it's not, I'm telegraphing that I'm reading it. So if I stumble on this, so like, oh, he sounds like he's reading it. I So I'm reading this. Okay, so it says, Michelle, John, and I have created a YouTube channel called Music to Vote By. It's a specially curated collection of music videos designated to help uh, support and entertain voters who, due to voting challenges as well as COVID-19 concerns, may be forced to stand in long lines at the polls. All the videos were provided by caring and talented musicians, I'm one of those, but not both, of many genres um, and from all over the country. And it says to browse the mu- uh, music to vote by library visit, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to put that link on the show page, and you are welcome to watch the playlist. There's like over 100 songs on here, plus many of the singer-songwriters have also done like a little intro, like, you know, thanks, go out and vote, whoever you vote for, vote, 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 um, And they are including two of my music videos. Thankfully, both of them are holiday related. I've got the uh, music video for Guess What? It's Christmas time, which is always a holiday favorite. You can see that on YouTube. And then also my new single, which is going to get heavy play um, in about another four weeks, called Pucker Up Buttercup. It's New Year's Eve. And since tonight's show we've been talking about dating, I'm going to play that song, which is also featured in the music to vote by youtube channel which i'll highlight on the show page so um want to make sure everybody stays tuned for the end of that because that will be like super fun because that's what we do on saturday night here anyway rebecca any any other last minute tidbits or notes before we start taking calls
2: oh no i just was gonna say you know i concur that kelly's awesome but that that whole group the john's a great guy kelly's amazing an amazing singer-songwriter, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I didn't know okay. about that, so I'll have to check it out. Yeah.
1: It I, well, I didn't really, you know, because Kelly just sent me this email, said, "Hey, we'd like you to be part of this. You know, let us know if you want to be part of it. Here's what we need, blah blah blah." And I said, "Well, I can do part of this. Here you go." And you know, sent them my contribution, and I, I had no idea. I thought it'd be like, you know, my music video and maybe four others. Look, you know, and there's well over oh, a hundred awesome. in this whole channel. So. Super fun. I don't know how long they're going to have this maintained. Um, they say, well, I don't think. They should just leave it up forever and just keep that, keep it there because it's it's such an excellent compilation of songs. Anyway, um, we're well, now going to start taking your calls. I think this is an all-time early moment for us, but we've got a mess of you here that want to <laughs> ask Rebecca a question. Again, when you call in, I'm going to unmute your line. I'll give the area code. For example, tonight our first caller is going to be out of the 480 area code. So not now, so don't get excited, but get ready because you're number one. Um, When we get ready to take (laughs) the call, I'm going to unmute the line, say 480 on the air with Rebecca. What's your first name and your question? I, at that point, mute me. I'm not going to say hello back to you if you say anything because now it's just you one-on-one with Rebecca and the rest of the world who's listening. So use your time. At the end of the um, at the end of the you know question, I'll intervene, wrap it up, and hang up on you, or at least mute your line. And we'll encourage you after the show's over to download it on Apple's iTunes, and you'll find it under Rated G Radio or our um, our sister uh, station Rated LGBT Radio. And you can download it as the entire series or just that particular episode. But for your question, go back and re-listen to it. And again, listen to your question and then listen to Rebecca's answer, because sometimes when you are live on the radio like this, being on the radio freaks you out um, or you hear a little bit, but maybe not the whole thing or you're distracted or whatever. So it's free. There's no cost. So go back and re-listen. And with that, 480, are you ready? Just a second here. Okay, 480, (laughs) welcome to the show. You are live with Rebecca. And can we get your first name and your question?
3: Hey, this is Mike, and I have to say in regards to the the candy thing, I think Reese's has kind of taken a a huge drop in the past 10 years, and it's not quite the quality of what it once was. It's almost not even edible. Anyways, uh, (laughs) uh, my question, (laughs) I just moved back to uh, the Phoenix area and looking for a sales job. Uh, The job that got me here was tech support slash sales for a large, extremely large dot com, and being chained to a desk for seven and a half hours just wasn't quite my thing. And I was curious on what you see kind of coming up in regards to uh, sales position. Okay.
2: Okay. So I'm hearing December, so hang in there. You know, and, and I love your enthusiasm because it's like you're here, but you're excited to get back to work, and I get that. Um, really important for you to get clear about what you want this job to look like. I do see you out in the field. I don't see you sitting at a desk. I see you out in the field um, going on sales calls. um, And I see that these are going to be large accounts. This is not something where you talk to somebody, have a conversation, and then you go. There's going to be a lot of back and forth before you actually go and meet with the client. So these are large accounts where you have to do your homework to really understand what their needs are. And it's going to be a bit time-consuming. It's a little different than what you've done. But I, I could see you needing to spend even, like, six weeks or more getting to know what their real needs are before you actually go and meet with them. So, um, but, but I get this impression that you're going to love this, and it's going to be very rewarding for you, not just financially, but um, there is a level of you understanding the needs of the client at a greater degree than what you've had before. um, And that will be more satisfying for you. Um, So anyway, December, I'm hearing December, get really clear about what you want this to look like, write it all down um, and focus only on what you want. Make the last statement that you have, you know, maybe do some stream of consciousness writing, but then um, get really clear about what it is exactly that you want and then Write everything as if it, you're creating it, that you're ordering the kind of job and position you want, the people you work with, the kind of clients you have, the kind of revenue you'll be making. Write it all down, okay? But uh, December, so, so, you know, it's like you're ready. You just have to sit down long enough to, to really kind of place your order with the universe and, and, uh, and then keep looking because it'll, it'll show up. It's, and it is going to be something that lands in your lap. It'll be fairly easy once this whole thing happens so
3: wonderful wonderful yeah i mean i'm not worried about money or anything like that so you know i've got some uh uh you know plenty of savings and stuff like that so yeah i'm just enjoying uh you know phoenix is amazing weather now that now that it's not 100 degrees exactly
2: (laughs) exactly (laughs) well keep us posted let us know but yeah i'm hearing december wonderful thank you so much thank you both you're so welcome thanks mike Mike. have a great night
1: Okay, our next caller is gonna be coming from the eight six oh area code eight six oh you're live with Rebecca. Maybe we have your first name and your question, please.
2: Hi, this is this is Amala, how are you? Hi, Amala, doing fine. How can I help?
0: Okay, so Rebecca, I think I talked to you over the summer or something and you said I'd be meeting somebody new, or I don't know if you even said that, but you said November. It probably won't develop until March. I was just wondering, is it somebody new or somebody from my past? Because his name keeps on popping up. The guy's name is Aaron. That's the past guy. I don't know why, but
2: I don't know what you feel, what's going on with that so, So, I immediately heard June, so i don 't know if this is somebody that you met in June. I do feel like this is somebody that you've already met, and it's like they're going to come back into your into your circle um, as far as Aaron, you know, I have to say that I'm just seeing a question mark about this energy because I feel like he's there's not clear consistency from him, so I'm not sure if he's going to show up or not. I do feel like. He kind of shows up and then he leaves again. He shows up and he leaves again. And, Mm. you know, my impression is that you've kind of started out growing that energy already. So if he were to show up again, he's got to step up in a new way because what you guys have been doing isn't working. So, again, I feel like you may have met this person. I'm hearing that you may have met them in June. It does feel like somebody from the past. Um, As far as November, you know, right now it feels like it's a little bit quiet. So you know that may have shifted a little bit and, and that happens because you know when we're when we're looking at a situation where somebody else is involved. That person has free will, just like we have. We can always change whatever's coming up. I read the energy for you about where it's coming up so far and based on the decisions you've made to this point. So you can always change your mind. The other person can always change their mind. So November feels a little bit more quiet, but I actually get the impression that this is a good time for you to kind of be going in to really determine who you want to be. So when I was talking earlier about being the person that you want to be with, this is a really good time for you to do that. Because I feel like, you know, you've done a lot of work on yourself, but I do yeah. feel like there's some residual um, you know, some sadness about things not working the way that you had wanted them to work out. It's not a lot. Like I don't see you like on the floor crying, but I do see that you're kind of getting more and more new perspective about how you can do things differently to actually create the life that you want. So use us time for that it's not a lot of time we're at the end of October already so even right. if it's all the way through November that's only a month so right, give yourself right. time so and this, permission you know and then and yeah. then that person will show up but it's when you are ready and feeling whole that's when the right people show up did you feel like it was definitely that a person
0: in June though like and I don't want to get caught up but like You feel like, you know, it's it's
2: always a, it's always a choice and that's the energy that feels most dominant. But I also feel like, you know, I get the impression you're going to have three, maybe four opportunities with different people. So it's still ultimately going to be your choice. Is somebody from your past going to show up again? My impression is yes. Um, but that's going to be one of several. So, you know, try to go back to getting to know these people and allow yourself to date more than one person. That's the best way to go. And in the meantime, continuing to love yourself. Um, but, but yes, I mean, I feel like you're going to be in a committed relationship in 2021 is what I'm hearing. So
1: there take your we go. Time,
2: be choosy, okay? Anyway, all the best and thanks so much.
1: Thank you for the call. Our next call, by the way, we're at the halfway point of the show. Um, everybody, if you'd like to go find that website that I talked about for YouTube for music to vote by, I've updated the show page. If you refresh your page, you'll see the link. You can click that. But again, we're here talking with America's next and they're America's next top model. Well, you could be, but America's <laughs> top 50 psychic, Rebecca Fisk. And I want to make sure everybody knows that I have two hyperlinks on the show page that you can go to her website. I and book your own private reading where you get as much time as you're willing to pay for. So do that. Give yourself a great treat. And I'll tell you one of the best things that you can do if you have like minded friends. You know, the holidays are coming up and a lot of people this time of year could really benefit from some insight that Rebecca might be able to share with them um, instead of like a art that they will never take out of the box or... Um, a rusty can of corn, you know, things like that that people don't need. You could, you know, save them the hassle of trying to pretend to be pleasant with you during the holidays and just give them a a gift certificate from Rebecca. So, you know, check out her website and see where we go. Okay, so with that shameless plug. Thank you, Rebecca, for letting me do that. We're going to get to our next caller and you're coming from the 631 area code. Welcome to the show. Can we get your first name and your question?
2: Yes. Hi. My name is Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. And well, how can I help? Um, do you see, what do you see with love life? Okay. All right. Well, first of all, take a breath. <laughs> okay. <take> a breath <laughs> and relax. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I just get that, you know, it's like you're holding on really tight, is my impression. And... Um, so, you know, take another couple of deep breaths because the thing is when, when somebody holds on really tight, sometimes it's hard for me to kind of get connected to you to see what's going on. Um, I do feel like there's somebody you've cared very much for and you're not really sure where to let go. I feel like you're kind of holding on for dear life. You don't want this to go away and you're afraid if you do anything different or if you let go that it's going to go away. But, but this isn't showing up the way that you want it to anyway. And so what I want to say to you, first of all, is to take a step back. Take a breath and take a step back. Um, We have to have an open hand in order to receive anything. If we have a clenched fist, nothing can come in. And right now your energy is like a clenched fist. So we have to trust a little bit here. Okay. It's okay for you to trust yourself and it's okay for you to trust that somebody is going to show up for you. Okay. Because I feel like there's a lot of fear and a lot of sadness for you around that. So you will get to have your turn, but I feel like there's been a lot of loss, a lot of heartache for you that really hasn't been processed yet, and I really want to encourage you to, to, to let go of the grief and the disappointments that you've had, um, and, you know, you might want to talk to a counselor if, you know, because I'm not a therapist, I'm, I'm not trained medically at all, um, But, you know, I do get that there's some sadness here, and and it's possible that that talking to somebody could help you kind of get through that. Um, You're a strong person and you're really resilient and you're there for other people, but you're not always there for yourself. And when you can start allowing yourself to be there for you and realize that you get to choose what you want, you don't have to just accept what's being given to you, then the right kind of people will show up. As far as this relationship You know, I feel like this person is still there, that there's been back and forth with this, and that there are obstacles that have to do with things going on in that other person's life that are out of your control. I do get that this person cares very much about you. It's just that there are these other things that keep getting in the way. So, you know, and my impression, I'm hearing February, so I do feel like this person is going to show up again. Um, And I'm hearing February. So, you know, they're doing what they have to do to get through their stuff so that they can come back. But in the meantime, get really clear about what it is that you want. And then you can have the the kind of relationship that you want to have in this situation. Um, But I want you to come back to the place of love instead of being in the place of fear around it. There's a lot of love in this situation. So it's really important that you focus on that. Okay. So, again, there's a lot of love there. So relax into that part.
1: There you go. Um, Thank you for that, Rebecca. And, of course, uh, Suzanne, make sure to keep us updated. Call back next month. And our next caller is from the 856 area code. 856, you're live with Rebecca. Can we get your first name and your question, please?
3: Sure. It's Maria. And
2: whatever you can get for either long-term relationship or financial with a job. Either one. Okay. All right. Hang on just one second here. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to focus on finances here because um, the first thing that I get is that you have a lot of respect for money. It's, it's not the easiest thing for you. You know, it's not, you know, you work hard. um, You're, you have a lot of integrity about the work that you do and you do your best. Um, But, you know, but you're not as abundant as you would like to be, but you have a good relationship with money because you respect it a lot. Um, Okay, here. So, and there is also kind of this feeling of, you know, you start putting money away, and then as soon as you, you feel like you're going to get ahead, something comes up, and then you end up needing the money. But you keep kind of having what you need, and I want you to really recognize that, that you always end up having what you need, but there's this feeling of, but I want to get farther ahead, and I haven't been able to do that. So, you know, my impression is I'm hearing the number seven as being, very important for you somehow around money. So I don't know if that's July. I don't know if that's seven months. I don't know if it's seven years. I don't know if it's, if it's, if it's 2027. I, somehow the number seven is very important for you with your abundance. And things are going to shift. It's going to change for you. Um, I feel like you're going to have a new opportunity, and it's something that is going to show up next year, 2021. And I feel like there will be some really propelled – forward energy in 2023 for you so it may be that you get into another career you get a promotion um and i'm hearing that by 2027 there is you know the abundance that you've really always wanted is going to be there well you'll have money in the bank if you wanted to buy a house you'll be buying a house You know, all of the things that you have felt like would be true financial success for you will be coming to fruition, I'm hearing, in 2027. So, again, career change next year and getting, you know, propelled forward and up with that. Um, And so things are looking up for you in that way. So, you know, focus on the things that you want to be doing career-wise and then allow the possibility for you to get to do those things is there. Um, I believe God is the one who gives us a passion to do the kind of work that we want to do, even though people will say, well, don't do that. You know, it doesn't make enough money or whatever. Listen to your own heart and what drives you as far as your own passion. God gave you that. And God will propel you into that direction, whether you go willingly or or you're kicking and screaming. So surrender into that and enjoy it. But, But really good things coming for you financially.
1: There we go. Cool. Thanks for that update. And let's get to our next caller. I've got, um, We're again, we're going to try to get to as many of you as we can. I've got you all lined up, so please don't go anywhere. Um, our next caller is calling from the 607 area code. Uh, welcome to the show. You are now live with Rebecca. Can we get your first name and your question?
3: Hi, I'm Nicole from New York, and uh, I was wondering if the angels and Jesus have any uh, uh Uh anything to say?
2: Okay. All right. One second here. And I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear your first name. Nicole. Nicole. Hi Nicole. Okay, one moment here. All right, so I want I just wanna say, well take a breath. (laughs) You know, you're kind of the one who's like earthy. Everybody comes to hang out with you when they need to get grounded. But you and and you so you just kinda go all the time with what whoever needs what. But you don't always actually surrender into yourself for just you. So I just want to acknowledge that first of all. Um, You know, God bless you because, you know, like I said, you're there for other people. You're not always there for yourself. I feel like you work your behind off all the time. And um, and and you want to make sure that everybody else is comfortable around you, but you don't really take time for you. And I really want to encourage you to do something joyful every day. Take a, a few minutes, at least thirty minutes a day, to just be with you and do something that's just nurturing and loving for you. And you know, typically, I suggest people do that on their own. You know, don't you know, even if there's somebody that gives you energy and makes you feel good, when there's an energy exchange, there's still there's still. Um, Not a loss of energy, but there's still an exchange that that takes away from you just filling yourself up. So I really want to suggest that you are taking time for you. Um, Let's see messages from the angels. One second here. You know, you're doing everything right. I know that you question that. That's my impression. You you question whether or not you're doing everything right. Are you doing what God wants you to do? Are your family and relatives who passed over are they proud of you? And the answer is yes. You are. You know, you're a pillar for people around you. You're the strong one, and I feel like a lot of the time you're kind of on this solitary journey, and it's you know you're so strong and you're so able and willing to just show up and do whatever needs to be done, of course they're all proud of you. There's no, there's no doubt. There's no question. You do what you need to do. And, um, and even when you go into survival mode, people around you don't know how hard it is for you Mm because you keep showing up for everybody and God bless you. So, you know, it's again, take care of you, nurture you a bit more, but you're doing everything right. You know, you offer yourself to be of service. And, you know, you might not call it those those words, but you do offer yourself in service to God every day. So God yeah. bless you for that, and thank you for that. You know, you help people more than you know. You really do. I'm afraid I have to
3: be of service again, and I don't want to be. it's well, about time.
2: You know, the main thing is for you to take care of yourself. Right now it's about it's about replenishing yourself right now. That's really what's what's you know, what I'm hearing. So you've been mm-hmm. showing up. You've already been doing it. So now you just have to show up for yourself.
1: Okay, there you go, Nicole. Thank you very much for your call. All right, we... thanks for
2: the call, Nicole. All the best and blessings. Take good care. Yeah,
1: and keep us updated. Call back next month and make sure to let us know how you're doing, okay? Um, Our next caller is going to be out of the 434 area code. Welcome to the show. Can we get your first name and your question, please?
3: Lil Reed. Hi. Hello?
2: Hi. I'm sorry. What was that? What what was your first name? Lil. Hi. Um, What's your question for me today?
3: Uh, I don't know if I've talked to you before. Um, I have to did I talk to you before about this?
2: Oh, I don't know. What's your question today?
3: Well see I um was at this presidential rally. I don't know if I okay. told you about this. And um, No,
2: I don't think I, I don't think so.
3: And uh I was uh sitting next to this woman and uh she um I was told that she was a federal agent and um I was just curious if um because we we both looked at each other because there was like only three seats there and we were looked like we were both nervous of each other and then we both like kind of relaxed a little bit and um I was a little nervous that she would be one of these types of people that would lie on me and say I was doing something wrong but um I was wondering if she was um, bi or U.S. Secret Service.
1: Well, you with know, that, I, Julio. I go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say, Julio. Um, we're, we're really, regardless of the agency, I don't really think that's that's a different, probably direction than we're gonna go tonight. So we're gonna go to our next caller. Sorry about that. Uh, Two oh five. You are now live with Rebecca. Can we get your first name and your question, please? Oh yes.
3: Um, thank you for taking
2: my call. Um, Rebecca. And my first name is Patricia.
1: Thanks, Patricia. Go ahead, please.
2: Yes, my question is, um, I ended a relationship two and a half years ago, and every so often that ex would call, well, he would
3: text him, and sometimes I answer sometime sometimes I don't, so I haven't heard from him in a while,
2: uh, until tonight. He sent me a text saying that he was sorry. I'm so sorry. And I just want to know... um, Rebecca, why is he sending this text now? And is he finally, genuinely... What's his first name? Reginald. Okay, hold on just a second. I do believe that he has remorse. Yes, there's some sadness. And I feel like this is related to loss. So I don't know if... I'm not sure if this is just because of everything that's going on in the world right now with the pandemic and all of that. Um, It's very possible that he's lost somebody recently or, you know, a friend of a friend or maybe a relative. And so my impression is it's making him really look at his own life and what he's done. And there is a part of him that is looking at, you know, trying to clear things that he did without, thinking about what the long-term consequences would be about how much he hurt people. Because there is a part of him that's been very callous about some of the decisions he's made. Um, And they came from ego and they came from fear. And he's realizing that. And he basically, you know, has started looking at the fact that he doesn't want to end his life. You know, and I'm not talking about anything happening anytime soon. I just mean, he's actually looking at how fragile life really is and that we don't know if we have tomorrow. So he's trying to basically reconcile himself with God and a- about the things that he's done and, um, and does have remorse now. So he does. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of sadness in him right now. I also feel like you're very strong and, um, you know, you may have forgiven him, but I, I also feel like whether you still care about him or not, that you're looking for somebody who's a stronger partner for you. That's my impression. Um, He's not a bad person. You know, Jesus said, forgive them for they know not what they do. But he does know what he did now. And now he's, he's just sad. And my impression is it's going to take him a while to actually process through all of this and reconcile himself with the people that he's hurt along the way. So it's almost like sometimes, not always, but sometimes we have to become broken in order to heal ourselves. Because as long as everything kind of feels like it's okay, we feel like it's all okay, even if it's not. And so for him, he's one of those people where I feel like, okay, he's kind of broken right now. But that means that there's an opportunity for him to actually become healed so that he can live out the rest of his life doing things with um, the foresight to understand how his actions are going to create consequences for the people around him. So he, I do believe he's genuine. If he, if he's saying he's apologizing, that I do believe that he has sorrow about the things he's done.
1: And there you go, Patricia. Thank you for the call. We hope that all works out for you. We're going to take one more call here, and this caller is out of the three hundred three area code. Thank you for waiting. And can we get your first name and your question for Rebecca, please?
2: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, my name is Allison, and I would like to know what you pick up around my. Uh, cross country move uh, next year, April probably April. What you pick up, it's been quite a challenge. Okay, so Allison, um, thank you. I actually feel like I feel like May is more likely than April, um, and it, it, it you know it's it's almost like you you get the place, but as far as actually getting in and getting settled. Um, I feel like it'll be closer to June, but that'll actually be better for everything. Like all of the circumstances around all of this will be better for you if it's a little bit later. But May feels like the time that it's, that it's, it's happy, it's joyful, everything around it feels good. But by the time you actually get there and get everything, you know, settled, it'll be June. So June is when you're going to actually be like, oh, okay, I can settle down now. But May, I feel like a lot of happy sure. excitement. Um, and I feel like this is going to be a good move for you. It is. It's, I mean, there's going to, there's always pros and cons, but I feel like it's going to be a good thing for you. It's almost like this is the thing that you've been working for and you're going to be able to relax after this. And that's really good. I mean, it's like, I see you really very happy and, and even but, going into December and enjoying the holidays. So this is, it's, it, this is going to be a really good move for you. Great. No doubt. Yeah. No cool. question. Cool. Thank you.
1: You're so welcome. Thanks
2: for the question today. Yeah. Yeah, Okay,
1: Rebecca, any (laughs) last thoughts for the rest of the show tonight before we go to my soon-to-be number one hit holiday New Year's Eve song, Pucker Up Buttercup? It's New Year's Eve.
2: Well, and I have to say, Garrett, I love that song.
1: It's fun, isn't
2: it? (laughs) It's really fun. It's really fun. Everybody, you guys should all listen to it. It's really, really fun.
1: All the way to the Um, end because that's where the big surprise
2: is. uh, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me on the show tonight. Thanks to yeah. all the callers and to all of you. You know, be good to yourselves. Try to find some joy every single day. A lot of people are feeling really challenged right now, but it's important to to, to try to laugh a little bit every day. Um, find some joy and and just really be good to yourselves. We just all really need to do that. And if you need help with that, call somebody that you know loves you. You can talk to and. And um, or maybe somebody that you, they always make you feel good, but do something that will bring you joy.
1: Well, I know what brings me joy is hosting this show with you once a month. We're going to catch Rebecca on the last. We would have done this next week, but it's Halloween and we wanted to give you this special spooky treat now. Um, but it's <laughs> last Saturday of the month. So get ready for Saturday date Night Live next with uh, Stephanie Gerard. We'll do that first saturday of the month coming up in a couple of weeks so if you've got questions for her make sure to mark us on your calendar 8 p.m pacific standard time of course right here on rated g radio this is your new new year's eve most requested song right here on rated g radio well so it'd be like you know because it's my playlist so it's number one with a bullet here you go pucker Up buttercup
0: I met you It's a brand new You old Times Square. It's a
1: and listening to Rated G Radio. Radio.